Hello and welcome to the Burn Cast. I'm Brady Burn. And I'm Kim Cass. Today we're looking at Shrew Island by Robert Harrell and Hide the Bones by Levi Fuller. As always, any criticisms directed towards the authors or works that we discuss are exaggerated for entertainment purposes and are not meant to be taken personally. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. Happy Halloween, everyone! Yes, for this very special episode of the Burncast, we went to Amazon looking for spooky books to talk about, mm. and uh, we found Shrew Island and Hide the Bones. Yes. Now, uh, one has bones in the title, and the other <laughs> has uh, bones on the cover. Yeah. Now, Shrew Island, I know that does not sound intimidating, but uh, when you see the cover, you'll see why it's so scary. Now, this is a, uh, a, a plastic skull on the floor on the grass outside <laughs> yeah it's surrounded by twigs and yeah. it's you know who knows shrew island and then i'm looking at a skull that's pretty spooky yeah and uh, honestly it was kind of hard to find halloween themed books or horror books in general to yeah. put on the show uh and these were genuinely the best two we could find yeah well you know uh, it's my little specialty to for the uh <laughs> special edition episodes of the podcast to select books for Brady to read. When I first present uh, Halloween books, he uh, he doesn't want to buy of it. <laughs> so uh, instead, I uh, do the selection by myself and then I present the books to him and he can pick whichever one he wants. Yes. Now, you looked at Shrew Island and you said no to Shrew Island. <laughs> well, uh, I read more on the descriptions than... The titles. Uh, Hide the Bones seemed like a very creepy detective story. I mean, I thought that uh, it sounded pretty spooky. And Shrew Island, which was billed as the Jurassic Park of, of Shrew, Shrew fiction. Yes. It's <laughs> an uh, expanding genre yep. these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a shift of romance, cowboy billionaires, and then Shrew books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know what, I'll let you take that one. Huh? Uh, I thought Hide the Bones was going to be the real horror story and that Shrew Island would be kind of the joke one. Um, mm. Well, uh, we'll see about that as we'll we go. See, yeah, Again, we'll in our special episodes, we uh, each read a book and then we present it to the other. So yeah. I don't know what happens in Hide the Bones and you don't know what happens in Shrew Island, although you could oh. probably make some guesses. <laughs> so, uh, and you would be wrong because nothing happens in this book. <laughs> oh, God. Well, why don't you tell me what does happen in Shrew okay. Island? So, Shrew Island uh, starts off uh, in the foggy depths of horror fiction. I mean, it's strange. It, you, know, you see these books and they pop up in different genres. And then yeah. you, after reading the books, you go, there should be some sort of classification i mean something <laughs> should is there a scare factor to get into horror or is it just like you know you can put anything under horror so providing you put a skull on the cover yeah that's what makes it horrifying now, usually when there's a skull on something it's supposed to be scary or bad for you you know mm. a, a jar of poison you know for example <laughs> might have a skull and crossbones on it that yeah. tells me oh don't touch this or at least don't handle it without care someone's halloween prop in their backyard <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> often. Uh, you stay away from that backyard <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. a spooky book. Yes. Now, uh, it, the title <laughs> does throw you off a bit, I will suggest. But uh, the, I was pleasantly surprised because the book was written actually quite well. Now, uh, I did not find this book actually by itself. Oh. No, I found the sequel. Oh. So uh, I found Shrew Swamp. <laughs> Shrew Swamp. Yes. Now, that is the latest release. But I thought, you know, um, because uh, that might be a little bit gauche to start off on the second of shrew books i mean it kind of we gotta start from the beginning yeah 
with Shroon, I want to know, you know, I want to know how the whole thing exploded, you yeah. know, into this crazy world of Shrew fiction that we now have. Yeah, perhaps someday we'll get the full Shrew saga. Yeah. No, trilogy, quadrilogy, I don't know. What it, <laughs> how many shrew books can you one write? It's like a Guinness Book of World Records, right? You know, and no one's set the limit for how many books one man can write about shrews. Shrews. <laughs> it just hasn't been done. So, uh, this book uh, was a pleasant surprise, yes. Yeah, a uh, lot of people say the broadcast is getting stale, but we're still covering new ground here. Yeah, this is really unexplored territory. <laughs> a lot like what the book does. Oh. Now, uh, we start off with an unnamed character, unnamed main character. Mm. Now, she is a university student at uh, UNC. That's uh, oh, the University of North Carolina. North Carolina. I used to live in North Carolina. Oh, interesting factoid there. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now um, we have this unnamed main character being very secretive in first-person narration, mm. uh, how she wants to exclude the names from this uh, confession. It's like a this is the tale I will oh, tell I over the subject and over the the deaths on Tychus Island and the whole thing. It's like an expose, you know. It okay. really is. Um, and it, it actually carries the vibe, you know. It does sound like you're getting into a steamy tale that's like really a little bit like, oh, you know. Now I'm hearing it firsthand. What? Finally, finally we know what happened on True Islands, <laughs> you know. Now we get some answers. <laughs> so finally. She's detailing this zoo that uh, it used to be kind of like a spooky zoo, like a well, look at our craziest creatures and our, we have a woman with a beard type stuff, you okay. know. <laughs> Like where they used to circus. (laughs) Well, (laughs) a mix between a zoo and a um, artifact show. I don't know. Okay. Uh, So this character is sent there because they've had a call that they want some of the artifacts uh, analyzed, you Mm. know, to see if they have anything of value. So she fires down there in her recollection, and uh, she comes upon the the zoo headmaster, a lady named Jane, who is excited to have her here. She's a very nice lady, and she says, please go through our collection and see if you can find anything of value. Okay. Uh, and she does this, and she comes upon some journals from the original owner, Jane's great-grandfather, who, uh, you know, was one of these post-World War explorers, you know, uh, like a Shackleton or a Speck or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah? Yeah. And so uh, this guy has journals detailing his travels, you know, into uncharted territory, you know, just like this author is uh, taking a deep dive into uncharted shrew territory. <laughs> yeah. No one's written these books before. It's an original <laughs> idea. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, and she's reading about it. And this is the point in the book where I thought, actually, maybe this book, to all surprisingness is... Too good for the Booncast. I mean, oh, yes. it had this point where, you know, like you get 20% in and you're like, actually, I'm with the story. I'm here. <laughs> you're you with True Island. Yeah, yeah, this is a little bit like spooky, you know. I, it, it could Because the journal is detailing this man's adventures to New Guinea and these islands in the Pacific and he's encountering cannibals and oh. mystics and all sorts of stuff, you yeah. know. There's a great scene in, uh, where he's detailing uh, when he was in Zanzibar and he's like, the great slave port. And like, yeah, it, it, it has so much flavor. And, and they say, no, what, you shouldn't step off the port here. You know, like they'll kill any white man. It has it, it just has this okay. like element of danger, even though you're reading it. Yeah. Uh, you're, re- you're reading her recollection of reading his journals. Now, the way but it does work. Now, the way you're introducing this makes it sound like that quality of being kind of good did not 
retained throughout the rest of the story. Well, I, I said that at 20%. Yes, I yeah. thought, boom, what a great. And so many of these books do have it. They have yeah. about 10, 15, 20% of steam and then they run out. Yeah. They run out again. Front-loaded with the author's skills. Yeah, yeah. so front-loaded with skills and editing and then they <laughs> usually drop all that for the rest. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's something like the author doesn't really expect anyone to actually read past 20%. <laughs> well, I mean... Well, why bother, right? Most, most of us who are uh, trying to get into the shrew genre are collectors. You know, we, <laughs> we, we collect the, the hot new titles in the... You know, shrew category, and yeah. we, we, that's where we stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just buy these books for the the, the cover, art, yeah. <laughs> the skull. <laughs> so we have a journalized journey post World War One. This man going and he collects some artifacts mm-hmm. uh, secondhand from someone who had visited this secret shrew island out in the Pacific. Now, she reads this and then does, in fact, see the artifacts that are still stored at the zoo. And uh, she's going through them and she notices some strange claw marks or stuff like that. But she doesn't really take shrew marks. marks. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So, um, and then she goes back to Jane and she said, well, I found some journals. And she's like, I didn't know we had those. Which is great (laughs) because, like... You know, she's called someone to literally go through this artifact room yeah. and she hasn't even looked in there yet. And she's been the, mm. she's the granddaughter and she's worked for the zoo. Writing starting to fall apart. Yeah. But we moved past it. Yeah. You know? It's fine. Maybe it was just underneath a box or something. You know, who yeah. knows? Uh, and they decide to um, rejuvenate uh, the zoo because it's been an embarrassment for the family or something like that because it <laughs> was, they keep, lions and cages and it's like a big animal rights thing but they don't have enough money to upgrade their facilities like okay. there's there's stuff going on yeah. but basically and this is like 30 yeah and there's no shrews she's explaining, yet at all yeah no it's just about the zoo in wilmington in north carolina oh my god <laughs> and uh what they are really the I guess if it's a point of conflict is that they want to redo the zoo and she is trying to do her dissertation on something. So she needs to figure out and maybe there's, she has an avenue here. Yeah. And so she says like, look, you've got some artifacts here that seem to be quite valuable. I would need to go through them, you know, and study them with more detail. And I also think that you're, uh, you, you, we have these journals and uh, this, there's a great tale here and blah, blah, blah. And then she basically signs her up as like the, you know, help me make it, we'll transform the zoo into like a modern, you know, zoo slash museum. We'll, we'll display these artifacts, we'll have, uh, you know, educational things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and this carries on, so forth. <laughs> Uh, for until about 70% of the book. <laughs> what? Uh, yep. Uh, so uh, everything goes swimmingly. Uh, there seem to be no issues with this plan. What? She does well from place to place. They go to Bojangles a lot. Now, I don't know what Bojangles is, but they go there a lot and they enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, there's something about biscuits, I think, were involved. I, it's a restaurant, uh, but I don't know what a biscuit is okay, either. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me clear this up for the non-Americans out there. Uh, Bojangles is a fast food joint where you can because uh, I kind of well, I guess with a name like Bojangles, it <laughs> might seem obvious. But yeah, you think of like, it be a classy affair. Yeah, well, the, uh, Jane's the owner of a fucking zoo, and <laughs> the main character, the UNC student, seems to be like quite the 
literate, you know, f- not fancy, but, you know, she's well-to-do. She's not a yeah. um, degenerate. Yeah. So, Are you uh, saying intelligent people can't enjoy a fine drumstick of fried chicken? No. N- I didn't know they served fried chicken at Bojangles. My point is, is that if you're going to Bo- Bojangles after every interaction you have, <laughs> maybe it's questionable. I, I mean, you know, is she picking up like what a twenty-piece bucket like every time she studies a wow, five I, minutes of shrew stuff, and then <laughs> then we fired out to Bojangles. So. Yeah. I mean, Bojangles is a place to get fried chicken uh, with a side of uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Now, uh, <laughs> this podcast is not about making you hungry but uh you know we apologize for the taste factor that yeah. is included yeah now sometimes these drumsticks can be quite spicy no so uh, and just like the story uh, <laughs> sometimes stories can be spicy this one's quite plain <laughs> so uh we have um uh, you know they're redoing the zoo it's going oh, yeah. fantastic she's learning about the uh, this Tychus Island it's controlled by the Chinese government and is a home of a fancy resort no one's allowed to go there except by invitation James Bond was filmed there Shrew Island Bojangles Bojangles and everything is going well you know and I say this often on the show, actually, that if everything is going well in your story, then why the fuck are you writing it? Like, (laughs) there needs to be some problem or something going on. You had this initial mystery and I was, that's like the hook, you know, like, oh my God, there's Shrew Island, this mysterious man's travels and we have these artifacts and who knows what's going on. Yeah. And when are we going to go to Shrew Island? That's what I want to know at the beginning. When are the the giant shrews going to break out of the Shrew encampment and terrorize everybody? Wilmington. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but no, uh, we just get a lot of success story stuff until 75% in the book. And then uh, they ask the Chinese government uh, for our exhibit, can you please send us two shrews? Uh, and they just send it. Uh, they say, absolutely, we can do that for you. No, no problem. Way. So they don't, they don't go to Shrew Island and there's no complication with getting like. Why? They, they don't go to Shrew Island at all? No, of course not. Why? Did you think that just because the book was called Shrew Island? What? No, they don't go to Shrew Island. They don't go to Shrew Island. And in fact, you don't see a shrew until 75% in the book. But there is a shrew in the book. Yeah. Yeah, there's shrews. There's two shrews. We've got two shrews in, in, in Wilmington. Wilmington with two shrews. No Shrew Island evolved. That's just, that's, that's owned by the Chinese government. I mean, like, it has to be even harder to not write the story that... This clearly could be, right? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe she, uh, <laughs> I don't like what problem could she have? Like, well, shoehorning, you're writing a book about fucking shrews and you, <laughs> you can't get your characters to Shrew Island and back. I heard it's a 20 piece drumstick meal and I only got 15. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, sh- this is the calculation that went on in the author's mind is that, well, if I took them to Tychus Island, how am I going to get to Bojangles? They don't have Bojangles there. Well, well let's go with Bojangles over Shrew Island <laughs> because, you know, like go for the short thing. Oh my God. So um, they do go to Bojangles. They do not go to Shrew Island in the book <laughs> Shrew Island. Uh, and now the shrews from China have been sent. Their exhibit is set up. There is an interaction where they have a nasty reporter that, you know, is rightfully angry about the zoo's existence (laughs) because they keep lions in cages. Uh, And uh, he gives a very nasty set of questions to the new uh, university exhibit manager lady, the main character, which I found quite funny. Uh, uh, You know, he basically asks her really like, 
So what are your qualifications, huh? Like, <laughs> what do you know about shrews? <laughs> and and it's, it does come agree. And she's like, well, I'm not, you know, a biologist. I'm just a you know, shrew enthusiast, not an expert. Yeah. And, and then he's like, okay, so we have someone who doesn't know what they're talking about, talking about a subject that they know nothing about. It's like, yes, that's an asshole thing to do at a press conference, but it's also like, Hey, he's got a point. Maybe get a biologist. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get someone that knows. You know what that you sounds know? like? That sounds like uh, The Manatee Murders, which is like a similar thing of writing a whole book about a creature that none of the actual characters give a fuck about. Yeah. And don't know anything about no. and, and actively try to ruin their ecosystems. Yeah. yeah. And so you've got a, a character in a book called Shrew Island. She knows nothing of shrews at all. She doesn't want to go to Shrew Island. She doesn't want to have anything to do with shrews, really. She just wants, I guess, Bojangles and the pile <laughs> of cash that she'll get from doing this thing. And uh, she's got a good dissertation to write. So it seems like the shrew genre's first entry does not quite satisfy the heights that the shrew genre could have yeah well i will say that from this point on the story does pick up a little bit in in whatever way it can (laughs) if you pick something up from the ground (laughs) you're doing better than (laughs) if you left it on the ground yeah yeah so uh uh, then uh, there's an emergency at the zoo after the press conference and they find that a baby camel has been brutally murdered. I mean, just ripped apart and the oh, guts are eaten and it's just a mess. You humps know. have been drained of milk. Yeah, they've drained the milk straight out of the humps <laughs> of the camel. Uh, and everyone is going berserk. And no one knows what could have done it. Uh, apparently, all the animals are scared. It, it, it says that, uh, you know, the main nameless character, let's just call her girl. Yeah. Uh, or MC or <laughs> MC girl. Uh, MC girl walks into uh, the zoo and, and even the lions are at the back of their cages with their tails tucked and their, you know, their teeth are chattering like <laughs> yeah, something scary happened, you yes. know, and the, all these animals know it. Uh, and they they say maybe it was a pack of dogs that broke in and that would scare apart a, lion? a baby camel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pack of dogs <laughs> really scares the shit out of a tiger. The king of the jungle, yeah. <laughs> fucking roaring, <laughs> no, barking beats that. Yeah. Um. So we have this uh, explosive moment finally, eighty percent into the book, and then uh, they uh, rush to f- figure out what happened. And of course, uh, the first thing that uh, the main character, MC Girl, does is run over to the shrew enclosure and she discovers that both shrews are missing. Oh, shit. Now, this is a bombshell. Yeah, obviously, you would assume um, that you have these uh, shrew island shrews uh, <laughs> on your uh, zoo and uh, a baby camel winds up dead and you think, oh, of course. Must be the shrews. No, you think maybe the shrews have been eaten as well. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's her. <laughs> it's a jump to assume that the shrews did it, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it shouldn't be for us. Uh, I am On a book called Shrew Island? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have our uh, missing shrews. We have a dead camel. Mm. And the investigation starts. Uh, everyone is shook up, especially uh, the MC girl, who, uh, upon seeing the baby camel, uh, shudders away and then thinks that she should go to Bojangles. My God. I'm not joking. This is paragraph <laughs> after baby camel discovery and shrews missing. It's, I need to go to Bojangles. Yeah. I need to go to Bojangles to get more chicken and biscuit. 
because that's what brings me out of a low. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I eat to solve my problems. <laughs> so we twenty piece meal solve any problem. <laughs> yeah. Shrews missing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't remember anything after you <laughs> got <those> sweaty drumsticks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. <laughs> so we depart the scene. We go to Bojangles. We come back the next day. It's a good way to break time up in any story. I'm actually going yeah. to use that as a literary device. The Bojangles break, you know. Mm. You need your characters to progress through time. Send them to Bojangles for a while. Have yeah. them feast and then have them return. <laughs> now things can move on. Yeah, patch up those worries with a nice honey glaze. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> This is Halloween. Well, this is the Halloween special. This is not the Bojangles special. We're not doing a Bojangles special right now. Bojangles, if you are listening, we'll take anything. Yeah, we'll take it. Don't send us money. Send us Just Send food. us biscuits. So, we'll take any sponsorship at this point. Burncars, Bojangles. Burncars by the Bojangles. Yeah. Bojangles by Burncars. Oh, yes. And so we have our Bojangles mistress uh, returning to the... <laughs> We have our Bojangles mistress returning to the zoo the next day and they discover a dead body. Now, again, distressing, this is the second night of terror at the zoo, (laughs) at Wilmington Zoo. Uh, And, uh, oh, my God, it's Randy, one of the caretakers who's been disemboweled. And he's ripped to bits. I mean, he looks like a 20-piece meal out there. (laughs) (laughs) So... He's really been treated, and something nasty has gotten into his guts. Uh, okay. And they are all going, oh, my God, what could have done this? Um, a pack of dogs. A pack of dogs, perhaps. <laughs> it was actually Randy that suggested the dogs in the first place. So kind of fitting that <laughs> he's the next person to get yeah. bojangled in this, in this story. <laughs> so uh, after they discover Randy, uh, they decide to arm up. Uh, Jane's brothers from New York and Washington are here, uh, and they're they're arming themselves, and they're all rushing around trying to let's get the killer, let's find the pack of dogs or yeah. whatever happened. And it's getting quite late in the evening, and uh, you know the, it's a bit of a chaos. This is your classic horror chaos scene. If you want one yeah. in the story, if you hadn't given up already, I'm seeing anything like that. Most Carolinians are harassed by packs of dogs daily mm-hmm. and shrews. Uh, now we. Uh, uh, Jane thrusts a weapon upon the main character who's oh. very, oh, please don't hand me something. Uh, and that's <laughs> don't, a double. Don't give, don't give me something to do in the story. <laughs> yeah, please. I just wanted to make a little bit of cash so I can go to Bojangles. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, uh, she's uh, a double barrel g- shotgun is thrust upon her. Mm. Uh, you know, one barrel for the, uh, <laughs> one barrel for the chicken, one barrel for the, <laughs> the biscuits. <laughs> now, um, a biscuit also being a slang term for a shotgun. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have... This is all we could pull from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you want... Oh, seriously, you go into Halloween and Amazon and it's just trash piles. I mean, like... Yeah, it's either kids' books or erotica. Yeah, and like you don't really want... And while those two things would make a great double feature... <laughs> <laughs> yes, as yeah, the the, the 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 collision course we're all waiting for, um, and so we have our character MC Girl with a shotgun, and there's uh, you know the zoos in pandemonium, you know. the nasty witch and the happy pumpkin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus is slutty Christmas. Uh, no, we have our zombie Santa Claus's slutty yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would cross paths. So. Yeah. 
So uh, <laughs> now we have our uh, MC girl with a double barrel shotgun and she rushes off to the stable um, and because she hears noises, blah, blah, blah. And oh my God, the horse is being ripped to bits by some sort of creature. Um, of course, she doesn't really know how to wield a shotgun, as was set up before in the mm. story. And she uh, pulls the trigger on the beast, uh, and she manages to kill the creature. Mm. Now, um, it's a monstrous-looking super shrew uh, <laughs> that is finally, yeah, that's been double-barreled uh, and it's all ripped to bits as well. <laughs> uh, and uh, they they are satisfied with the end of that. So everything just goes very well in the story, doesn't yeah. it? Well, you know, that's why you eat a Bojangles. It gives you the fuel to achieve. <laughs> and oh my, God. <laughs> my God. And they discover that uh, that it has some sort of virus, you know, that oh. some sort of super viroid has infected the shrew and uh, supercharged it with uh, massive man-hunting, uh, you know, abilities. Uh, and they notice that the, the marks on the bones of the autopsies that they dig up match the marks on the artifacts and they look take a closer look at the artifacts and they discover that the virus was still in the artifacts. More enhanced manhunting abilities than the normal shrew has already. Yeah, or any sort of large predator <laughs> equal size, uh, like tigers or lions. Well, lions are scared of shrews. <laughs> well, we all know that. <laughs> we, we're just here to learn about Bojangles. Yeah, well, <laughs> now, they have a great box. <laughs> they have a great box offering going right now. Yeah, you the money can pick is up <laughs> flowing into Bojangles, the Bojangles, account. Bojangles, please, we need this. <laughs> So uh, we have our uh, autopsy going. We have uh, viruses being picked up. They discover all this, uh, and the zoo is being, uh, you know, blown up basically financially over this drama. Randy's gone. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> He's, He's been shrewd. Yeah. Uh, he got shrewd hard. Uh, and uh, they uh, they don't know what to do about this uh, fiasco. And the end of the book cuts off and just says, <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, you know, because she's been kicked off, obviously. This shrew exhibit is no longer happening. And her whole career is down the drain, basically. Uh, the zoo is closing down. So that's the end of that. The zoo's closing down. And... Uh, the Chinese government is very upset that this has happened. Uh, and that the zoo closed down. Well, that there's been a debacle ah. over the shrews <laughs> because they tried to contact the Chinese government and say, you've got a shrew problem. Like, <laughs> and then shortly after this, the main character is stopped at the university and taken into a secret meeting. Oh. Now, in the secret meeting, which is top confidential stuff, university stuff, as we all know, is top secret meetings happen at university. And they basically <laughs> tell her that uh, uh, they show her this footage. Um, now, there's been a report that uh, Tychus Island, the Shrew Island, has been blown up by volcanic activity. A volcano has gone off, destroyed the whole island. Um, what uh, in the secret meeting is revealed is that actually um, shrew attacks started happening on the <laughs> island and the Chinese government has now firebombed it. Shrew? Why, why would the shrews at Shrew Island turn crazy at the same time as the shrews in the zoo? They got the virus. <laughs> they got the shrew virus. <laughs> but, but, and, and China was doing what with them? Studying? No. Trying to make a theme park. Yeah, they had a resort there, and the shrews were just in the way. <laughs> the next J James Bond 
film was going to feature the shrew the golden shrew (laughs) (laughs) no I don't know the shrew was going to be a bond girl the the virus infects the Chinese shrews and then they firebomb the whole place and she sees this why is she being told about this I don't know I guess they just want to help with the dissertation yeah (laughs) any information they're willing to give out but no you do hear that uh, no it wasn't volcanic activity it was actually the Chinese government firebombing the island to ensure the shrew threat is completely and unforgettably vanquished there are no more shrews. <laughs> They're absolutely been eradicated. There's no chance for any shrews to survive this occasion, and there should be no reason for what a sequel this? to happen. Well, but you said there was a sequel. Well, yes, there is a book titled Shrew Swamp, but I assume that that's just a leisurely cruise through, uh, you know, uh, perhaps Mississippi this time, and oh. they'll visit some fast food restaurants there, and maybe they'll even visit Bojangles once or twice. <laughs> you know? I have no reason, to, after reading this book, to assume that the next book in the series has anything to do with shrews <laughs> or a swamp, because Shrew Island had very very little to do with Shrew Island. <laughs> and in fact, I kind of felt like <laughs> what I did find really funny about the ending of this book when you're reading, like, uh, you do hear in the beginning that, oh, yes, this island blew up to volcanic activity, and now I'll tell you why, you know? Yeah. So you do know that in the beginning of the book, but I did find it funny that, like, at the end of the book, maybe there's still a chance that you'll get to go to Shrew Island. Who knows? Maybe they go to, yeah. like, track down the last remaining super shrew there's or no, something like, like that. no, like, cliffhanger or, like... No, I mean, it's just like, well, you do hear that this is a a cover-up story for this thing. But I did find it quite funny that, like, oh, we didn't go to Shrew Island in this book. And and just to be sure that you know that we'll never, ever touch Shrew Island ever and that no one will, we'll blow it up. Yeah. We'll blow the whole island up because a book about Shrew Island should, should feature... Never going to Shrew Island, and then Shrew Island being destroyed. Uh, didn't they like kill the shrews with like one shotgun bolt? Uh, yeah, like she killed the shrews at a Wilmington Zoo with yeah. a shotgun. They're not actually that like deadly. I mean, why no, it's just a to... large shrew. <laughs> it's just a big shrew. With just a. It's just a big shrew. Uh, okay, but it has a thirst for blood <laughs> and camel milk. Yeah, and camel milk apparently. and randy. And randy. Yeah. Randy's on the tongue. Probably would have a taste for bojangles too. We'll Ooh. never get to find out unless that is what shrew swamp is. Maybe the swamp is bojangles and oh. the shrew is going there. Bojangles' signature taste. Something more than just shrews would kill for. Mm, yes. Now bojangles, you can use any or all of this uh, information to your discretion, to your advantage in the marketing yeah. world. Please, uh, you know, a couple of paychecks our way would be appreciated. But, you know, we do this for the love of Bojangles. Yes. <laughs> so that is Shrew Island. Okay. I'm well, sorry, I guess. <laughs> I had to read it. No one have, else, I'm, I'm not suggesting you read it. No one has to read this book. Does this have anything to do with Halloween? No. Well, <laughs> what could we do? You know, I go through Halloween books. I do my research. I look around. And if the best I can come up with is Shrew Island, please <laughs> Take that as an earnest remark that honestly, there's not much out there, you know? Okay, well, um, I'm going to take a gander and say that you did not enjoy Shrew Island in the end. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Um, I didn't hate it, as maybe that's the best uh, way to say it. I definitely didn't enjoy it, no. But <laughs> I, I, I will say that, like, especially the first 10%, that's mm-hmm. worth a dollar. Yeah. And then the rest you can probably skip. 
Maybe, <laughs> maybe play Tomb Raider if you. Yeah, yeah. Anything else, really. Play Pac Man and you'll get a better, <laughs> get a better story out of that. <laughs> okay, well, that, that was Shrew Island. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking about Hide the Bones. So, I read Hide the Bones. Hide the Bones. Now, out of the two, this one did look a little bit more professional. Yeah. Uh, Hide the Bones is uh, billed as a hard-hitting detective story uh, with lots of death, lots of mystery, lots of intrigue. Um, And I did not read Hide the Bones. You didn't read Hide the Bones? No, no. I Look, I... This happened last time yeah, I on know, the Christmas look, special. You, I selected you a great book and you put it down. Yes, but, you know, that left me with Silent Night of the Living Dead and that one did end up being great. And I thought, you know, it's going to happen again. Uh, I tried to read Hide the Bones. I really tried. Now, uh, it was very difficult for me to find anything out there. So <laughs> what? I, I cannot imagine, like, I scoured Amazon for yeah. anything Halloween related and I ended up with things that were shrew related so I didn't even really hit my mind. Well as it turns out Hide the Bones was barely even detective related um, it was just so another one of these bullshit social fantasies with a bit of like mystery sprinkled on top it was about a girl whose uh, father is the new police chief that's on everyone's ass and and uh, <laughs> you know is she gonna date uh, her her old partner or uh, the, the suspect of the case and no. uh, there were no bones hidden at all anywhere in the 30% of she it that I She was thinking about where she should hide the, the guy's bone. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I put it down. I just dropped it. You just dropped it? Yeah, and I went back to Amazon and I started looking for something else because uh, I, Well, you that's know, where I'm, I'm raising my, my eyes in concern because I'm saying, uh, what book could you find? Honestly, uh, I looked around for a long time. I actually read several full books trying to find (laughs) i did hear some sounds coming from your corner of the house and i I did wonder what was going on i read like three or four full books hoping that something would happen at the end of them that would be spooky um i even read one called wasp island wow yeah so Um, you're inspired by my good find yeah uh, Wasp Island actually starts off with them going to Wasp Island, and there are wasps oh, all throughout. above yeah. uh, Shrew Island. It was too good. It actually. was too good. Yeah, it's too good. So I put it down as well. Uh, and uh, the book I actually landed uh, on in the end was Shrew Swamp. No. Yes. You just read the sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I, look, I... What did you know about Shrew? Because I wasn't saying nothing. much. I didn't know anything about it, but I knew you were enjoying Shrew Island. And uh, <laughs> no, I thought maybe me, I'm uh, And me sitting on the couch loving what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my huge frown <laughs> really inspiring you to pick up the sequel. Well, you were saying like, what? I thought there must be some, some really surprising twists and turns. <laughs> I say what every time they go back to Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, I read Shrew Swamp. Um, because I thought maybe I chose wrong in the end. Now, Shrew Swamp, uh, similar yet different to Shrew Island, uh, same Halloween prop skull uh, on the cover, this time placed in, I imagine, the writer's neighbor's pond. Now, let me tell you about Shrew Swamp. 
Um, I, I'm excited for this because, yes. you know, finally I'm going to get all the answers to yeah, all my well, questions that I do not have. <laughs> and I actually have some answers too because <laughs> I read the sequel without knowing what happened in the first one. However, the beginning of the story does start off with a list of the things that happened in Shrew Island. Just a list. Well, it's like the character going through, here's what happened and what I need to keep a secret. How I many times was... did I go to Bojangles over the last yeah. year? <laughs> well, actually, there was, there was no Bojangles talk in Shrew Swamp. That was, that was a new element. Uh, That's an oddity. Yes. That's really breaking from tradition. Yeah, the licensing ran out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get one book out of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Bojangles in Shrew Swamp. Uh, no Shrews in Shrew Swamp. No Shrews. No Shrews. <laughs> You don't even get a shrew. <laughs> no, there's Isn't not. there a swamp? <laughs> well, there are no shrews in the book at all. There's no shrews there's in no the book. There's no fucking shrew in Shrew Swamp. That's unbelievable. And, uh, and like, I thought Shrew Island was disappointing because, but at least there were shrews in the book. Yeah, there are uh, no shrews in Shrew Swamp. They barely go to the swamp at all. Uh, Why? But I don't get this. <laughs> I, I, because, like, if I'm going to write a book and it's titled Fast Cars Going Fast... And there are no fast cars, and that no cars go at fast all. at all. Not, <laughs> I feel like I've kind of failed at the title of my book. No, but what you want in a sequel to Shrew Island called Shrew Swamp is to see the main character go to very nice breakfasts with Jane. Yeah. Uh, talk about how uh, she's being followed for uh, keeping the secret of Shrew Island. Um, go As out you to would. nice dinners with a boy who's interested in you. That sounds uh, yeah. a lot like what I was reading. A yep. lot like of this just, uh, my life is going great and yep. there are some minor things happening, but honestly, it's the breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yep. maybe a Bojangles trip, but otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> no Bojangles in this one, but they do have a nice uh, round of sushi oh. uh, while they're digging up Randy's corpse. It's it's so funny how <laughs> we read these books. <laughs> while they dig, what? They yeah. dig up Randy's corpse? Yeah, no. In uh, the swamp? Yes, they dumped him in the swamp. Yes. Uh, and uh, main character, MC Girl, uh, explains that in the North Kakalaki swamps, uh, the uh, properties of the microbes preserve things very well. Okay, and so yeah, Randy's sure. body uh, likely contains the shrew viroid. So they need to exhume him and yes, feed well, it out of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the actual shrew viroid uh, was being kept in Atlanta and it was stolen from the lab and taken to the Pentagon or something. As things are. Yeah. And so the girl wants to finish her dissertation. So they go up and dig uh, Jane's oh, good friend. Randy. Randy. Yeah. They dig up his body to scrape his flesh. I bet he would look like a 20-piece set of boy <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, maybe the aftermath of a 20-piece set. <laughs> <laughs> just... Just shredded, skin, just bones and shredded skin, <laughs> uh, and they scrape his body for true viroid material so that she can finish her fucking study. Uh, and and Jane is basically unaffected by this. The main conflict in the book is because uh, MC Girl gets asked out by a boy who asks her about her work, and Jane tells her he's probably a spy for China. And MC Girl says, no, he's just actually really likes me. How could you not believe someone would be totally into me? And my work is just so interesting. <laughs> it's weird, though, because like... That's this whole book. Really? Because like Jane and uh, MC Girl have a flourishing relationship over the first book. I mean, they really like... I kind of... I was going to ask you before, is there a romantic element? Is there some sort of uh, lesbic uh, coming out? <laughs> no, not as far as I can tell. They have a nice breakfast after the exhumation of Randy's 
body. Um, yeah. All but, things are well following that. Uh, in fact, to go dig him up, it takes two days and they pause overnight to have a nice round of sushi. Of course. Uh, seafood, of course, complimenting uh, Grave digging. unburial of your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then there's... Maybe that's Randy's skull that's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, yeah. And uh, that's Pretty much it. There's a shrew attack, but it's not actually a shrew. It turns out it's just a possum. That Who does it attack? It attacks some hunters, I guess. Uh, the There's a possum that gets into Randy's bones and gets the shrew viroid and turns into a giant possum. Mm. Attacks people. Jane runs over it with a car. Um, and then the secret agents come to MC Girl and tell her the boy you went out with was a Chinese spy and you need to keep this a secret. Um, we're going to plant listening devices in your house to monitor you the end. That's it. Yep. There's like uh, one swamp scene, three breakfast scenes, and uh, no <laughs> shrews to be found in Shrew Swamp. That's like the perfect <laughs> complementary side scene as you go from swamp, Bojang. Yeah. Swamp, Bojang. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Shrew Swamp read a lot like an epilogue to Shrew Island because mm. it was very short and basically nothing happened. Well, uh, it sounds like the first book, to be honest. I mean, how hard is it to write, like, Jurassic Park with shrews and then to have them, like, die in the first book and then, like, rise out of the swamp in the yeah, next book? like, uh, you could do so many things. I mean, like, uh, far be it from us to rewrite Shrew Island and Shrew Swamp, but, you know, why not? They, okay, basic, uh, off the top of will. my head, right now off the top of my head, uh, shrews imported to the zoo, shrews go crazy, you know, uh, kill a bunch of animals and maybe some people, mm. maybe Randy gets blasted to bits. Yeah. Uh, they they solve the true crisis uh, yeah. and then uh, they throw these corpses away, you know, or maybe it was, yeah, Randy got thrown away and then they discover that it's actually a virus that can yeah. be passed on through humans. Um, and then Shrew Swamp, they uh, dig up this, maybe some raccoons get into the thing <laughs> and they spread the virus and then all of a sudden Shrew Swamp is like, a, you know, the raccoon revival of yeah. uh, the Shrew incident that happened at Wilmington. You know? See, I was thinking something different. I was thinking, you know, the whole Bojangles angle in Shrew Island would come into play in uh, the way that the viroid would get on some of the drumsticks and then we'd get out oh, to the general public. Yeah, yeah, or a couple of biscuits People loaded would, with yeah. the viroid. People would start turning into Shrews and it would be shrew mania yeah maybe bojangles mania maybe they're just <laughs> addicted to bojangles yeah i mean it's easy um, to get addicted to bojangles anyway but uh, i mean their spices are irresistible i know who could resist to <laughs> that <laughs> viroid or no <laughs> uh yeah the, none of that stuff it was the least interesting uh, side call to uh, a book that sounded a lot better in the synopsis of Shrew Swamp than you've explained to me now. All you got to do is sell the book. You don't have to make the reader read the book. You just got to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Give uh, it a, yeah. Nice title, cool theme. Cover with Cover the... with skull. <laughs> you got the book sold. Like, yeah. you just sell it to a couple of schmucks like yeah, us. a couple of Shrew enthusiasts and, uh, who are thinking they're getting the tale of a lifetime. Yeah, two guys that have too much bojangles in their brain to really <laughs> comprehend what your story is about anyway. Yeah, now let's forget these two stories and talk about the real character that has been left in the dust here, the Shrew. Yeah. Now, uh, Shrews are fascinating creatures. Yeah, I've been learning a lot about Shrews uh, since I picked up Shrew Swamp and thought I needed a little bit of backstory on the titular character. Yes. Now, 
again, one of these creatures, and this is what I love about our podcast, is that we actually, you know, we we research things that other people are just leaving on the ground. You yeah. know, no one's going into the manatees. No one's no. going into the shrews. I Despite mean, the are, political gains uh, they could have from yeah, promoting them. As we've seen in these fictions that yes. we've read. Uh, and, you know, it's just simply, it's, it's an insult. Yeah, it's distasteful. It's an insult to Mother Nature, really, to oh, deny... Yes. Uh, fiction, uh, creative works about animals like this. Yes, to elevate one of uh, nature's most neglected but uh, most precarious creatures. Now, uh, you know, uh, shrews live all over the world. They have infiltrated every ecosystem. And uh, and yet, uh, I don't see shrews in Harry Potter. No. No, I see griffins and animals that are made up. Where no. are the shrews? No shrews in Game of Thrones. No, of course not. It's, it's not just the house... men and monsters. It's not the house sigil of a, you know, oh. famous family. No, of course not. No one cares about them. But maybe that is their actual upside. Maybe it is their ability to infiltrate ecosystems and disguise themselves as mice or rats or other rodents, moles and such. Uh, and you know, to get away with a lot of the resources the planet holds without being exposed for doing so. Yes, they are one of the most populous creatures on the planet, yeah. I learned. And I've never seen a shrew in my life. I know. I mean, if I saw a shrew, I would go, eek, a mouse, right? Yeah. I mean, or eek, a mole. Yes. As moles constantly pop up and you're just, <laughs> just terrified of them. Yeah. <laughs> Those bloody hole diggers. <laughs> they get the lions running scared. <laughs> Blind, but long uh, creatures. Yes, and all the while, the shrews amass their resources and their numbers and mm. their strength and, and, and power. Mm. Now, uh, if you're getting, if you're thinking, Kim and Brady, uh, just get it over with. Do the rewrite for Shrew Island and Shrew please... You know, expand the world uh, of Shrewfic, yeah. uh, as you're familiar with, and uh, do them justice. And I'm going to say no, you know, because that's not what shrews are about. No. Shrews are about remaining hidden, yes. remaining underground, remaining disguised as other creatures, and yeah. uh, remaining out of the public eye. <laughs> and uh, if you want something to take away, if you want a better story, you know, go read the Bojangles menu. Yes. <laughs> you will get a better story yeah. than reading Shrew Island. You'll get something a little more flavorful. And shrews don't need the exposure. Shrews no. love to remain hidden. Yes. They stay underground and perhaps the shrew genre will remain underground for well, quite I some time. Well, I will protect it. Yeah. I will protect it. If anyone out there is going to write their shrew story, I'm going to come after it and I'll give it shut one. Shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. I'll shut that shit down. <laughs> yeah, no one should be writing shrew books. Not because I think they're shitty things to base <laughs> books on, but because they want to remain hidden. They want to remain hidden. So that was Shrew Island and Shrew Swamp. Uh, don't read them. No. Uh, don't read any shrew stories no. from here on out. No, it's like you wouldn't stick your head into a shrew hole and no. invade its territory. So, and, and you know, don't write about things that want to remain secret. Yes, don't plug shrew holes with your shitty fiction. Yeah, no, that's not deserved. They don't deserve it. No. Um, and happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, yes, yeah. we unfortunately didn't find any Halloween books this year. Uh... But too bad, I yeah. guess. Bezos, get your shit together. Yeah. I don't know what else to Check say. Check back next year. Um, when we hit more shrew books. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Mm. Thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting the show. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to subscribe and join in the conversation with us on one of our platforms. You can find us on Discord, Twitter, and Reddit. You can support the show through Patreon or just by sharing the show with your friends. Thanks.